It was a chilly fall morning and there was an eerie sound piercing through the hallway. It was a death rattled cadence calling my name. Shannon, Shannon, Shannon. You see, it was only a few days ago that I had eagerly signed up to be my father's hospice care worker. The hospital basically told us to take him home, make him comfortable, and prepare for him to die. Greetings to all of my worthy radio listeners and my blog readers and everyone I'm connected with in the world of social media. Last year, I had the profound privilege and honor to watch my father leave this expression of life. And that first lesson that I learned as I heard that voice call my name, Shannon, 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 was really the first lesson about life I learned watching my father die. You see, that voice was the voice of God's calling. My dad was working on a book. And in the midst of him knowing that he was making this sacred transition, he felt that his book wasn't completed. So every morning, like clockwork, at five o'clock in the morning, he would wake me up and he, I would hear my name being called. And I would go into his room and I would maneuver him and sit him up and you know he was really weak at this point and by the time we actually could get his laptop over to him where he could actually start to type on it he was too tired to do anything else but one of the lessons I learned watching him was that the calling of God the calling of God does not cease whatever it is that's been placed in our hearts to do Whatever it is that God has put us on this earth here to leave behind, we have to do it. My father had such a great legacy of speaking all over the world, of empowering people, of working with children. And yet it was that one incomplete work that kept him getting up every morning, not being able to fully rest with the thought of what he may not be leaving behind. So the calling does not cease. And when we get to that end of the road, whatever it is that we refuse to give to this life, it will keep calling for us. The second thing that I learned watching my father transition from this life is that time stands still. You know, I was such a daddy's girl. Whenever you saw my daddy, you saw me. Whenever you saw my daddy, you saw me. I was behind his leg, I was on his lap, I was with him in the car, I went everywhere with my dad. My dad was my world. And yet life happens. My dad remarried. Life happened to both of us. And there were times in my teenage years and even in my adult years that I didn't feel like my dad had time for me. And you know, in all honesty, I didn't always make time for him. And yet there was one day that I was in his hospital room, and this is before they sent him home for hospice care, that I was on Netflix and I was on my computer and I was, I looked down at my watch and I thought, oh, I've been here long enough now. My dad's going to want me to leave. It's going to be time for me to go. 
And as I was getting up to leave, my father, who had just been kind of going in and out, just kind of going in and out, he looked at me and he said, Shannon, where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go sit in the lobby. Because even then I thought maybe, I don't know, that I was taking up too much of his time. And he looked at me and he said, don't go anywhere. I want you to stay. And in that moment, God restored something so precious between my father and I. He restored time. Because I felt like my father wanted me again. I felt desired by my dad. And guess what? My world came to a halt too. Because there was nothing else that I desired more than being in his presence. So the second life lesson I learned watching my father die is that when it comes down to the end of it, there's nothing that we desire more than to spend time with the people that we love. I have a dear friend who also lost his father. And he said in those final moments when you're on your deathbed transitioning out of this expression of life, you're not calling someone and saying, bring me my portfolios, bring me my accomplishments. You're calling for people. And so in that moment when my dad called for me, God healed lost time. God restored love. And I was so grateful for that. The third lesson I learned watching my father die is that death has an honor to it that we don't truly acknowledge here in our Western culture. You know, I was gifted to be surrounded by people who had already walked out this journey, people who had lost parents, people who had lost loved ones. And one particular friend, I'm going to read you her text, wrote a text to me that became the anchor for everything that I walked out with my father. It blessed me so much because it gave me an understanding of what was happening and what I was witnessing. And her text says, I am on prayer watch for your whole family. I know that this is difficult. I just recently walked this road and my only encouragement to you is soak up this time with him. The dying have special wisdom and peace and presence. These are the moments that you will have forever. Enjoy your dad. Talk, sing, sit with him, write to him. Soak up these moments for you both because the only transition more powerful to be witnessed than birth is death. Death is full of dignity and honor and power that the general Westerner misses out on. He is in an amazing space right now. Be there with him as much as you can. I love you. And I did exactly what she said. I sat with him. I wrote to him. I sang to him. And I learned to allow the fear of death to slowly dissipate. I learned to see the beauty of his life becoming completed. I learned to stop fearing the emptiness of what I thought death meant. You know, there is an amazing, amazing series of books and the first one is called The Road Less Traveled. And so many people know the work of M. Scott Peck, MD, with his work, The Road Less Traveled. And one of the things that he says about death is that especially when people are dying from a death like cancer, that's slow and tends to strip away the outward dignity. He said that the ego fights that stripping away because it sees it as a loss of dignity. 
And yet the soul welcomes the cleansing. Because when the soul is being stripped away of all of that false dignity, then that person can arise in the true graciousness of dying with honor and peace and dignity. And I saw that transformation happen with my father. And I saw that I could celebrate the completion of a life just like I could celebrate the birth of a life. I have watched three young men come into this world as a mother of three sons. And I held the hand of one man as he left this earth. So to see completion and to see birth is something that has transformed the way I view life. I don't know about some of you, but I used to think that the only way you could heal things with people was to get everything out while they were still living. You know, there's the song, Say It in the Living Years. My mother has this quote that she always says, don't give me flowers when I'm dead, give them to me now. So I did believe that, oh, I gotta say everything, I gotta get everything out while my dad's still here. And yet, with the people that you love, have the words ever gotten in the way? My dad and I were both celebrated award-winning speakers. And yet, I didn't even speak at his funeral because I didn't know what to say. And a lot of times with the healing that needed to occur between us while he was here, the words got in the way. And yet, when my father transitioned, I learned the fourth lesson about life by watching my father die. Oh, you can heal and make peace once somebody has left this expression of life. You see, when my father had transitioned, I believed that he could truly see me, all of me. And in his perfected love, his love was then perfected for me and mine for him. And also, death offered a safety, a vulnerability, a way to express things to him in my quiet private time alone that I just didn't have the courage to say when he was here. And so there was healing and there was beauty that took place because the depth of my love also became the healing balm for the journey of my grief. And I do believe in grieving. I believe that the people that we love are worthy of our grief. I believe that the people that we love are worthy of our tears and they're also worthy of our celebration and of our joy. And the final lesson, the fifth lesson that watching my father die taught me about life is that in the end, there's only surrender. There's only calm. There's only stillness. You see, again, I was privileged to have someone else talk to me about that moment when the person leaves this expression of life. My husband my cousin and I were all in the room transitioning my father around, trying to get him comfortable because he looked very uncomfortable. We had just finished kind of getting him propped up in the bed and pillows behind him. And with all this commotion happening, all of a sudden, I felt this amazing calm come into the room. And I said to my my husband and my cousin, do you guys feel that? Do you feel that calm? And they were still trying to shift my dad around and no, let's get him comfortable on the bed. And I said, wait a minute, it's happening because this powerful, amazing, calming peace entered that room. And it was like, once again, all of time stood still. 
And as I held my father's hand and was able to tell him that I loved him and was able to thank him for the legacy of wisdom and power and purpose that he planted into my life, I saw nothing but peace. I saw nothing but surrender. The journey and the battle was over and I saw the beauty of completion anchored in that divine calm. So I do believe that one day again, I will hear my father calling me, Shannon, Shannon, Shannon. But in that moment, it will not be in a way that causes me to feel afraid. It will not be in a way that causes me to feel any regret. It will be in the beauty of a life completed. I will one day embrace the man who brought me into this world. I will one day embrace the man who taught me the beauty of walking in your purpose. I will one day embrace the man who taught me my value as a woman. And when I do embrace him again, the greatest lesson that I've learned about death and life is that true love never, ever dies. Thank you.